0: hit the ground running. Let's make sure we're, we're live, coming live from O2 Arena, so we're actually live on stage.
1: Over. Over. <laughs> Hello! And welcome to Mod Night is Rubbish,
0: episode number 49. Tom, you're taking my lines. Um, Actually, what we're doing is I'm pretending that I'm live on stage, so I can, oh. Do you want me to do be the audience? Yeah, pretend we're live on stage, because I keep making too many mistakes when I'm recording this. Get
1: off! Get <laughs> off, you <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heckler.
0: <laughs> Stop it. You can't tell us to get off stage because we've got some good stuff to talk about. Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> See how easy I win the heckler over. Yes. So, Tom, today coming up, we've got a couple of news stories about a Picasso, a smuggled Picasso. Not actually smuggled, unsuccessfully smuggled. Andy Gormley's been getting a bit upset. And uh, I want to talk about our trip to London. And I went and see a couple of exhibitions and we went to see the work of an artist that we know, Elizabeth Ead, as well. In I'm Shoreditch? Talking. In Shoreditch. Shoreditch yes. was good, wasn't it? Yeah. Her, what was her, her exhibition was called, I Know You Are, But What Am I?
1: So yeah, Shoreditch was great, all the little cafes and yeah, that. Really, we really we really like nice. we just walked around for an
0: yeah. hour before the show, didn't we? It was yeah, quite it a funky little area, didn't yeah, it? Except we went in a bookshop with a smelly basement. Remember that?
1: Yeah, well, it reminded me of home, Hove because of the damp.
0: Well, have you got smelly basement?
1: Well, I don't know. It's just it's just wet in it. Old old houses are yeah. just a bit damp smelling, aren't well, they? Speaking of
0: damp, we have got an incident relating to a yacht and i found Picasso or a, a Picasso that was unsuccessfully smuggled out of the country.
1: It got damp, did it?
0: Well, no, it didn't get damp. But it was on a yacht. It's, Kind right, of like, yeah. there's it's a lot of dampness. Well, it's not dampness, is it? It's just sea, really. Yeah. It's yeah. quite damp, the
1: sea, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah. Of all the damp areas I can imagine, <laughs> <laughs> the sea is definitely right up there. Yeah. Well,
0: uh, basically, uh, in 2015, the uh, uh, French authorities seized a work. Now, this work was actually uh, a Picasso painting from 1906 called Head of a Woman. And it was found on a yacht belonging to a billionaire Spanish banker. He's, he's so actually,
1: he's someone who could afford the painting if he wanted yeah, no, to buy no, it? It was
0: his. Oh, it was, it his, was actually yeah. his. But as we talked about in our Christmas special, he didn't have... What did? What do you think he didn't have? No?
1: Well, he didn't have his Christmas turkey.
0: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have his export licence. And that's a big no-no. Because it's a national treasure. So this this billionaire taking it out of Spain, Is he
1: is he a Spanish billionaire?
0: Yes. He's um he's connected with the Santander uh bank.
1: And Corsica's owned by France, is that right? Yes, yes.
0: So apparently what he was doing was he said he was taking the uh painting to Switzerland for safekeeping. Yeah. But the problem is, is that he had an export licence apparently that was turned down. So um but he's a billionaire
1: so he did it he anyway a yeah well wow.
0: unfortunately well not unfor- unfortunately for him he went to trial and he's been fined 44 million pounds and sentenced to 18 months in prison for taking uh, his, his painting out of spain without an export license yeah is he gonna have to serve that well, there's an appeal going through, but the other so thing... He, he must
1: have a legal team, being
0: well, yeah. like a rich gentleman. Yeah, well, the other thing as well is, uh, maybe a bit harsh, but the Spanish... The painting's valued at $26 million. Well, there's a lot of pounds and dollars here. I don't know what that's in pounds. It's about yeah, 20 million. 20 million pounds. The Spanish have said, now we're taking it as well, as part of the punishment. So he's got fined 44 million-odd, Pounds and they've also said, Right, and we're going to take your painting as well.
1: All right, so that's it's a bit of a bit of a coup for the Spanish government. Well,
0: yeah, it's it seems a bit harsh. It's his painting, he's taken it out without an export license, which is a big no no, of course.
1: Yeah, but the fine's then bigger than the value of the painting,
0: yes. Yeah, so he and the fine, and they've taken the painting, so that's additional to the fine.
1: So, are they making an example of him? yeah does this sort of thing go on quite a lot but people don't get caught
0: no i think it's genuinely when it seemed to be when the british were going to other countries and going oh we'll have that yeah we'll have that I think we used to do it a lot in the past didn't we i think there's a lot of stuff that's been taken from from places and uh do you remember that artwork we talked about yeah absolutely the british museum yeah
1: yeah so yeah, <clears throat> so we haven't got any retrospective export licenses for any of that stuff.
0: No, no. We as
1: a as a country.
0: No, no. They're just uh, looking nice in there. Uh, I like the British Museum, but it does. You do think how much has been uh, stolen? I do. Does it come to my mind?
1: Yeah, Gaddafi said that Britain owed Africa seventy-seven trillion dollars. He reckoned of stuff stolen.
0: Wow, that's yeah. a lot. Of, that's a lot of stuff.
1: I mean, that's that's just the value of the stuff stolen. Imagine what the fine would be. Crikey,
0: I stole a. Uh, I went to a shop and I stole a, a one p two once when I was a child, and I felt really bad about it.
1: Yeah, but you didn't need an export license for. That. I guess is it is buying something from a shop the equivalent of an export license? I guess you're carrying it out of the shop, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it didn't give Excuse me. Excuse me, do you have an export
1: license for that? <laughs> yeah, that one P <1P>
0: Mojo. <laughs> right. On to the next story I was reading about was about Anthony Gormley. It's an exhibition I actually went to. I did a, a Facebook Live. Anthony Gormley's a British sculptor who's famous for his Angel of the North. That's his most famous It's a massive sculpture uh, in the north of England, and you can see it from a road, it's on, it's
1: on a hillside, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
0: very, very visible. Visible, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's just like a dream. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Oh, I've just got a text. Terry Jones has died. What, Monty Python? Yeah. Sorry about that. That's just come through. That was what the binging noise was. Yeah. Oh, I'm all depressed now. <laughs> That's all right. Let's get on with the show. Um, yeah. yeah, so at his exhibition, uh, I went to it. One of the works is a thing you have to queue for, because there's quite a lot of people wanting to get into it. It's like a giant body, but basically it's made out of steel, and it's 100 tonnes of cuts of steel and you climb inside this body body shape and it's kind of like lots of different chambers and it's all it's all very square of course because it's made of steel plates and it's very dark and you have to find your way around and you know it's all kind of meant to be mysterious and kind of like a, sp- a almost bit, spiritual all
1: spirit. oh, right yeah but wink wink nudge nudge saying no all yeah yeah what <laughs> <laughs> i don't
0: know what that means well there you go but anyway um Apparently, a lot of people have been uh, ruining the experience because you go through. I've seen it, you actually go through a dimly lit kind of like uh, tunnel space that you have to. And um, basically, people have been turning on their phones to use the light to see their way around this dimly lit space.
1: Oh, the tor- torches on their on, phones. on their phones,
0: yeah, and stopping and taking selfies of themselves inside it. So. Basically, it's completely ruining the experience of this kind of. What?
1: Because of all the uh, flashing and the lights. Yes. Yeah. Because it's
0: supposed to be about dark. Yeah, the dark and, and finding your way around and everything. Yeah,
1: yeah. But to be fair, on all the visits, it is a health and safety nightmare, isn't it? Um. We could do a sketch about people walking around the exhibition. There'd be a lot of oh sorry oh ah ow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean. D- So it wasn't like totally dark? No. So people didn't really need their torches? No, no,
0: no, it was just dimly lit, but they just thought they'd like to...
1: But, but, I mean, when you're looking at artwork, you do like, I mean, I'm talking from my own experience, you do like to have a selfie when you're looking at the Yeah, but
0: that's the issue, because Gormley has now said he thinks it would be absolutely legitimate to ban mobiles inside galleries. Oh, in all galleries? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you could ban phones and selfies from this particular bit of artwork. Which has,
0: he's had to do. Yeah, and then but to.
1: then you could allow it in other places where it's not such a big issue, because it's a big issue for him because it's taken away from the experience, is yeah. what I'm gathering.
0: But what's the point, you know, if you go into a, an art gallery, um, you can buy a postcard that's far, far better quality than you could take of the, the painting.
1: Yeah, but you on a postcard, you don't always see your own face there experiencing it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like people like a selfie of them, like yeah. having the experience in whatever, the British Museum yeah. or inside Gormley's exhibit. Yeah. They want a picture of themselves, you know, experiencing it so they can, you know, add I was here on their, you know, social media and impress their friends, maybe. I don't know. I don't
0: know. No. We went to London, didn't we? London, we went to London. Um, I went to a Bridget Riley exhibition. Now, Bridget Riley was uh, became famous in, in the 1960s for uh, her kinetic art, which is kind of like very optical. It's called optical art, and it moves, and it's, it's kind of... Uh, you know, it's it's almost like an optical illusion. You look at the canvas and it shimmers and sometimes colours appear that aren't actually there on the on the work. Um I will put a link so people can see what the work is like. And we will be doing an optical art special very soon, Tom.
1: Excellent. So
0: um so I was but I was interested in uh you know, thinking it was all sort of a bit sort of shimmery art and like moving and stuff. So I went up to two of the people that work at the Hayward Gallery and I asked them the very uh, intelligent question of, I actually said, does this do your head in? That's what I actually asked them. And uh, I spoke to these two invigilators and they actually said, no, it's actually quite meditative when you look at this work.
1: Were they only saying that because, you know, the man or the owner of the gallery has the like the
0: microphones all over the room listening
1: to what they say. Oh, no, it's very meditative. I really like this work.
0: (laughs) So it's interesting to hear how invigilators deal with being in galleries. And I said, they said, no, you know, the optical work didn't upset them. But what did uh, they said? The previous exhibition.
1: We should start an invigilators union. Yeah, because I feel like they're not being given a chance to express their displeasure at being an invigilator. Oh yeah. They they so far from what I've heard they always go along with the Oh this is fine. <laughs> well no, they didn't
0: know because was talking about their pr- the previous work and they said because it was a video. It was a lot of video art. It was actually the one you went to the uh, they were talking about the one of about gender. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. One of said, one of Joe's friends is yeah. in the uh
0: yeah, they said they knew. Yeah. Oh, cool! They said uh, that they knew the videos off by heart. Eventually, what the line for line, and they said in the end that became quite repetitive. All right. Yeah. Yeah. They, they. I mean, actually, quite interesting people. Um, one was called Mary Show, and uh, I asked her what she does apart from, uh, working at the Haywood, and she said she's a musician and her music, I've just played it to you yeah too, it? it's good isn't it it's really yeah, interesting right we lift the track over it's got a funky kind of earth wind and fire vibe she's got a really strong persona in her in her videos and her work so we'll put a link to that and also the other invigilator was an artist called jack rooney and he's really interesting as well so we'll put a link to his work i mean he does kind of like work about i think cultural identity and interestingly one of his works is where he um he kind of does reverse pickpocketing so he puts stuff on people.
1: Oh, like St. Nicholas?
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> it's all coming back to our Christmas episode. So we'll put a link to his work, so it's worth, uh, worth uh, checking out both their works. Yeah. We've got to fill
1: a pocket or two. <laughs> now, a short advertisement break. Okay, customs, customs, anything to declare? Err,
0: uh, no, no, nothing.
1: Sir, please can you come and stand over here, come and stand to the side, let yeah. me have a look what? at your bag.
0: What, there's this nothing, I've got Can nothing. you undo the
1: zip yeah. for me, sir? Okay. Let's have a look here. Mm, yes, Um. this looks a bit mouldy, do you want me to throw it away for you, sir? Uh, yeah,
0: please, yeah, that's yes, yeah. right.
1: <laughs> oh, no, these... Prince, Do you have an export license for these high-quality, high-definition, printed-out turtle prints? Er, no. Well, I'm afraid I'm going to have to take those from you. They can't leave the country. Unless you have a license, which it appears you don't, and you don't seem to care about it. I don't know why that is. No,
0: that's perfectly fine. No, you can take them.
1: What a twat. What an absolute twat. (laughs) Go on, get away with you. (laughs)
0: Why worry about taking your turtle art print out of the country? Just head over to modernartisrubbish.com, subscribe to our email list, and you will receive a free high-definition turtle artwork file to print off as many times as you want to, no matter where you are in the world. Right, so on to the uh, Elizabeth Feed show that we went to, which is actually at the basement of the tram shed. Restaurant in Shoreditch. It was actually called. I know what you are, but what am I now? um No, it's.
1: I know you are, but oh, what am I? All oh, right. It's. I know you are, but what am I? Is the title. <laughs> That's <fine>. <laughs> <laughs> Ignore me then. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So that that line comes from a. Uh, do you know where that comes from? It's a Pee Wee Herman quote. The American comedian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And um, there was lots of different pieces, wasn't there, in, in this exhibition in the basement? And uh, this was a big neon piece, wasn't it? Cole?
1: Yeah, you see a lot of stuff like there's that one that was is, was it Tracy M in at King's Cross station?
0: Yes, yeah, there's Tracy I M in mean, it, and also there was the uh, uh, the in particular. So, so this is a neon, just to describe it. It's a neon sign that says that has the words written, sort of joined up handwriting. I know you are, but what am I? That that term is quite is used quite a lot. There's a lot of people that you, you accuse someone of being racist these days and they say, yeah, well, I know you are, but what am I? It's almost like serious, and yet it's very pure or very childish, but I think that's the way that the political discourse in this country is like these days. Oh, it's
1: like a political work, that one, you think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because we chatted to uh, Elizabeth, didn't we? What did yeah. she say about that one?
0: Oh, this is what she said. Yeah.
2: I thought it was really relevant now, because you're a racist. I oh, know you are, but what am I? Yeah. If that like constantly comes up. These two sides, there's a really stupid side to it, and then there's a like, yeah. serious side to you
0: know actually thinking about it. Order! Order! So, there was a lot of really interesting works, and the one that was there that we always talk about is her work people who've pissed me off but it's a, a, you know it's a work that prints off names of people that upset her but what i was most interested in uh, this time was the fact that uh, to find out about how she actually updates it
1: oh yes all right yeah so it's like a, she updates it on her phone with some app yeah yeah so it's very uh, very
0: modern right and this is what she said on it so I you. can do it remotely, so live and direct, yeah. yeah. There's no Tom or Marcus on that <laughs> at the moment, is there? You're in the
2: bottom cupboard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> People who away. did not
0: piss me off. No, I don't
2: think either of you have pissed me off. I mean, everyone on there has genuinely pissed me off.
0: Yeah, we always, we always talk about George Michael. Oh.
2: But that was because he died,
0: wasn't it? Yeah. And then and his sister died. Yeah. I was, know, yeah. oh, that
2: was really sad, wasn't it? Bless.
1: Yeah, there's yes. a there's a few like that deprived, depriving me of their presence on there. Yeah. If we if we uh, if we made one, we'd put her on, wouldn't we? What? We'd put Elizabeth on. Like if we made people who've pissed us off. Why would we do that? I don't know. Well, because we? uh, would we put one on because she
0: hasn't included us on her pissed off? Yeah, list. yeah I'd like to be <laughs> significant. I'd rather piss. It's better they say, don't they? It's better to piss off someone yeah. than to than, than to be liked by someone yeah is no, they, do they not. say that no, who says don't. that I don't know yeah the Herman's
1: Hermits <laughs> <What>? <laughs> why
0: are you bringing up the 60s again oh, yeah, it's because I've talked about Bridget Riley yeah. oh Bridget
1: Riley <laughs> is that Rachel Riley's mum by the way
0: Rachel Riley oh no Rachel Riley it's political discourse again yeah 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 let's not talk about Rachel Riley yeah so the next piece to talk about was on a velvety canvas, and it was made of gold-plated rat bones, and it's called Bound for Glory, and they're kind of arranged in a mystical symbol. And we spoke about it. Yeah,
1: we? it was like a sort of um a big necklace
0: medallion, man.
1: Da- yeah, it's like a, a, a medallion from a giant. I could yeah. imagine it on a bare chest.
0: Oh yeah, I think, and I think you did actually talk about your your wish to have it on your chest. Oh, oh did I? I? Yeah, yes. yeah. And also, we asked her about where the name comes from, Bound for Glory.
2: There was book called Bound for Glory, which is where the Boomtown Rats got their names. So it was a child gang that used to go into gold rush towns in America and they used to bring all the corruption, gambling, prostitution, and all the rest of it into the gold rush towns and strip all the money out. But in a sort of more sort of art way, without context, just the idea of gold-plated corruption I kind of liked. And it's a mandala, and mandalas are meant to contemplate the universe. I thought And I got the rat bones from a Ukrainian witch. So
0: these are gold, graduated. we're looking at gold plated <laughs> rat bones.
2: But the rat bones really sort of lent themselves to these lovely, sort of flowery shapes. Oh, and cool. the idea of meditating on sort of rat bones I found quite amusing.
0: I like the idea
1: of meditating on rat bones. Have you ever meditated on rat bones? No, I just want to wear them on my naked chest. <laughs> <laughs> You're never more than a couple of meters away from a rat in London. Is yeah, that, what, what, what gold plated rat bones? No, just like um, living rats.
0: Oh, yeah. But I would I mean, on they... my chest.
1: Yeah. Gold finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Right, the next uh, piece we looked at was really interesting. It was called uh, Net Realizable Value, and it looks like a it's like a collection of African figurines that were rescued from the sea. And um,
1: it was wasn't it written NRV like like it was from the
0: finance market. Yes, it was. And that's, like,
1: it looked like net asset value. Yeah,
0: and that's something that you talked about, didn't you? All oh, right, we, yeah. We will we, we'll play in the clip. Okay. Um, yeah. So here's the clip. So here's the clip. <laughs>
1: here's the clip, everyone. <laughs> Buckle up, guys.
0: Oh, wow. So, this is a not <laughs> net realizable value in VR. Calculate how much you could have sold the inventory for should it have not been damaged. Now, subtract the original cost, advertising expenses, and any other costs for handling such as shipping, the result okay. is your next realisable value. That is what the inventory was worth to you. And looking at they look like a display of ancient artefacts from somewhere like Egypt or Africa.
2: There was this event that happened in November 2017, and 26 girls, so they were between 14 and 18, were found dead off the coast of Italy, and they were being smuggled in to go into the sex trade in Italy. And so I made these... Uh, Thirty-three thousand girls do that trip every year wow. for the appetite of european men and two of them are pregnant one of them was wearing a t-shirt that said i'm super happy
0: and they're made from bronze are they or from copper
2: they're clay and i coated them in copper and then i treated them with sea salt oh that's so got all the sort green of and amazing salt
0: green team so it looks like they've been in the sea and then we asked her why she decided to do this work tom
2: it just seemed like really appropriate to do something of some value. They didn't. They didn't have names. They got mentioned at a motocross event in Nigeria. That was their that tribute. Was it? That was their tribute. So I sort of felt compelled to make some See, sort of I've tribute. Never even heard of it. In some sort of comment about how we value life and how we maybe value black lives less than white lives. And because yeah. this never even got, you know, any press, any horror. You know, that police turn a blind eye to it in Italy. And it's everywhere. It's pervasive over Italy. Isn't there? So why did you pick
1: realisable rather than asset?
2: It is a, it's a term from accountancy. It's literally, yeah. if you've lost goods on a boat, yeah. this is how you'd work out and you'd get your insurance claim in. Lord's. So oh, it's, a, it's literally... The, road, out of the boat mind. thing
1: makes sense with yeah. yeah, and I also mean. there's
2: reference to, like... Um, Turner, Turner did these amazing paintings. Have you seen them with the slave ships going over? And he did this poem to go with one of his paintings. It was called "Hope, Hope, Fallacious Hope," and he was saying, "Throw the slaves overboard so you don't sink." And uh, so this was like my modern interpretation of what he was mm. doing.
0: Wow.
2: Yeah, heavy stuff, man. It was happy days.
0: Yeah. Happy days. Yeah.
1: Monday, happy days. <laughs>
0: So the next work we looked at was called One Piece of Silver and it's a rather beautiful form of a falling woman and it's suspended in midair on invisible threads and it's uh, just above a plinth which has like a grass-like covering and we actually asked her for more detail about the work. And of course I have to keep mentioning you, we'll have full pictures of these on the website.
1: Modern
2: Of course, I read read and wrote all those extraordinary stories about all these people who died trying to access Europe. And there was only one woman on the list, and she didn't have a name, and she got on a plane somewhere in Africa. She was coming over to England to see her children, and she actually climbed into the wheel bits. And she fell off just outside Gatwick, and she was found in a village just outside Gatwick. And this happens quite regularly, but it's always men and children, uh, young boys. Dead or alive. Dead. Dead. Um, because i um, in the height. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, um, it's, it's silver, and I've corrupted it with aviation fluid. So that's all these sort of markings on it. Um, yeah, again, it's just one of those things I thought sort of needed to be marked as a... Yeah, so it's suspended.
0: It almost looks like it's floating on in sort of like the air just, just before she's about to hit the grass. Of, uh, oh. of East Sussex.
2: Of East Sussex. Yeah. 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 yeah, an English country garden. It has
0: a form that's really beautiful. I really like it. Did you draw it and then have it <laughs> created from a drawing, or did you sculpt I, it out of clay?
2: I drew it and then I made it on an amazing thing online, with Blender, it's a bit of freeware Oh, I know
0: Blender. Yeah, I've and done. Then, um, and and it came out terrible. Anything I did, but
2: and I, I printed it. Then... Yeah, it's
1: poetic license, isn't it? Because you know she didn't uh, do the uh, the sculpture of the the dead woman on the ground. It was in midair, looking yeah, beautiful.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really, yeah, really beautiful. But yeah. the final work we looked at was called CMYK and um it's its various colors what were the colors tom it's CMYK bomb it's called yeah yeah
1: and it's uh the colors that you might get in a printer yeah cyan magenta yellow and black
0: yeah um i don't know about you but I, that always annoys me the fact that if you want to print black on a printer and then you uh you run out of those any one of those colours. Yeah, it run out still, of
1: yellow. It won't print black. Yeah, what's all that about? Yeah, I mean that is—is um, is that what the Rolling Stones were singing
0: about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I wasn't talking about printing black. Yeah, <laughs> but well, he, they would do these days. All oh, right. Yeah. To go move with the times, rather than paint yeah. it black.
1: They, yeah,
0: they yeah, 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 print it black. Yeah. So it, it was interesting. So we actually asked her about you know what it's about because I mean not making light of it, it's quite a serious subject, but it's really it's really i really like the image as well of these
1: yeah and it is annoying because they're expensive aren't they to do your printer inks yeah if you like doing color prints
0: yeah
1: i mean it's a pain in the ass when you've got to replace them in it
0: yeah it's totally yeah yeah so we asked her about this piece and this is what she said
2: smoke canisters and the cmyk so of those colors you can make anything and it yeah. is i took these to uh largest arms fair in europe where we set up an exhibition mm. called Art of the Arms Fair, which we do every two years. And um, and artists come and we raise money to do things like take the British government to court about their rights to sell arms to Saudi. So this is what I made it for, to raise some money. Um, and uh, I was lucky enough to exhibit with like Banksy and Anish Kapoor uh, also get involved, bless them. And they're mm. the people who pay to do these amazing actions, really amazing group of people. Um, so just just the idea that art can actually have real impact, it can actually do stuff.
1: Military impact. Oh, yeah. The yeah. M eighteen, is that a military thing, M eighteen? Yeah. It's a, gun, it's a thing,
2: it? no there's smoke bombs M18. Smoke bombs, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, what about the bits on the bottom, are they representative dates yeah, of anything?
2: No, they're they're all, all from actual smoke bombs. Alright, oh, yeah, lines. yeah. But the idea that by art, we actually made some actual impact, not just sort yeah. of banner waving, but actually got the um, government to stop selling arms to Saudi, although they're still doing it because they're just lying to us.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's kind of like the colour of smoke, isn't it? Yeah. So smoke is generally kind of a grey, boring colour, but with these four colours and the printer, like she was saying, you can yeah. make any colour out of
0: them. Be quite. Writing would be, look quite pretty.
1: Yeah, writing, yeah. Or smoke.
0: Yeah, smoke would look quite pretty. Smoke those, bombs, yeah. 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 Oh, that actually can highlight issues.
1: Including the cost of ink, as we've discovered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So, Tom, that's it for the show. I would like to also mention the Elizabeth Ead Show is on, if you happen to be in Shoreditch in London, at the Hicks restaurant. And it's on till mid March. And I'll put full details on the website.
1: Yeah, so it's 50, yeah, 15th of March it ends. And she's one, uh, the winner of the Hicks Award for yes, Art yeah, 2018. Which is a
0: really good award, yeah, to get. Okay, so uh, just to say, please subscribe. And head over to the website, modernartisrubbish.com. modernartisrubbish.com. If you want want to get hold of us, you can join us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. And if you want to email us, info at modernartisrubbish.com. And uh, all the links are on our website. So it's just buyers then, Tom.
1: Oh, and visit our Patreon page.
0: Yes, Patreon page. Patreon. Support the show.
1: Visit our Patreon page. I say Patreon. Why do you say Patreon? What's because going on with posher. that? Because posher. Posher. What?
0: Because I'm posh.
1: And which one's posher? Patreon. Patreon. Pa- and please visit our Patreon page at buckinghampalace.com forward slash modernartistrubbish. rubbish. Oh, no,
0: don't talk about the royals. It's getting all political <laughs> again.
1: Okay, well, it's just yeah. buys
0: in. One does a buy now.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I can't do buys because I don't sweat. Goodbye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um.